God bless you. It's another wonderful night at First Church Nazarene. Hope you guys are warm at home. But now it's time to hang with Harry. Grab you a cup of joe and get you a snack and get ready. You ready for tonight, Harry? Hey, if you got any chocolate pie in the fridge, go get it right now. Chocolate pie? That's what your snack of choice would be right now? No, no, no. We're, we got some technical difficulties. My mic is on. It's on. We'll figure it out. But it's, it's going to be a good night. We're excited. It's going to be a great night. We need people in the chat to, to jump in and get, get rolling with this. Get your questions ready. When it's time to talk back at us, make sure you talk back. Um, we've got some people jumping in already. I'm expecting a lot out of Timmy Miller tonight. Oh, okay. I don't know if Timmy's in, but I have already told... Leah to tell Timmy to be crazy. And I want all of you to be crazy because I am really excited about tonight. We're going to have, we're, we're in for a treat tonight. I, I'll tell you what it is in a minute. But we are in for a treat. Absolutely. We got some special guests tonight, don't we, Harry? We do indeed. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I just hope they get here on time. How's, how's everybody doing in the chat? Everybody enjoy the snow? Anybody fall on the ice yet? My man um, Isaac fell. I don't know if you heard about Isaac, but he, he fell on the ice, a little, little road rash from the fall. So that's always funny to hear the stories of, of people falling on the ice. So that's good. Did we get his mic fixed yet? He's good? Okay, we're still working on Harry's mic. Is my receiver on up front? Would that get in the way of it? Yeah, we're working Oh, yeah, because it fell off. Come on, guy. You act like this is your first rodeo. No, under the shirt. We're going under the shirt. This guy. I can't take his... I mean, this guy acts like it's his first time on camera. Doing this before. I mean, man, we're is live. Aaron, is it working now? We're sitting here live. Well, folks, I apologize for my... <laughs> they can't hear you, man. He's apologizing. Harry's apologizing. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Oh, it's amazing what happens. It's amazing when you when turn When you put the mic on and you turn the receiver on, it's amazing what happens. We are starting off. We are having some fun tonight. Fast and fun. Yeah, times. Right. Let's see if anybody's saying anything. AC in the house. He wanted a shout out, so I'll give. AC. AC Did he know we had a special guest tonight? I, yeah, I hit him up, you know, because otherwise Did he would have jumped on. I know oh, him. Man. Brad Williams in the chat. So oh, well, hi. What's up, Brad? Brad? Good guys. Good guys. Tell Jenna I said hi. Yeah, Ramona's making fun of us because she actually works at a professional TV station, so she gets a little laughter whatever, out of that, I'm sure. Whatever, Ramona, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it's just good. We got people watching. Is my mother on there? I'm sure. I haven't really seen her. Kevin mother, Hodges. you're supposed to say hello. Kevin Hodges. What's Frida. up, Kevin? Todd Hagen's on there. God yeah. bless you, Todd. Todd's a great Stephanie guy. Stephanie Glenn. God bless you. Stephanie Glenn. Stephanie Glenn is going to be in this conversation tonight. Stephanie? I want you to bring a lot of words to the table with your fingers because we need your help. Right. I tried to recruit her to be here, but it's a long way out here on a cold and ugly winter evening. So Absolutely. She bounced down on us. She bounced. That's okay. That's okay. That's good. Yeah, it's okay. So a lot, a lot of good people, Sam Weemeyer and the kids probably. God ah, bless you. What's up, kiddos? Hi, Sam. Great to see you. Kevin says hi. Oh, there's our boy Kevin Brown. He's in the house. Hey, Kevin Brown. That's Anita's brother. He's the dude. What's up, Kevin? We've been chatting today with Kevin. He's been painting all day long. Is he the one that sent you the video of that truck? Have you guys yeah. seen that one? The you truck sliding? Sliding down the hill? Yeah, sideways. Yeah. Like just down in Nashville. It's the next neighborhood to Kevin's. Just sliding like this all the way. 
He said it didn't wreck at the bottom. It just hit into a curb and stopped. And I thought, that dude had a good day after all. That's a good know? day right there. Yeah, I'd be the guy good. like ends up in someone's mailbox yeah, and takes out the garage door. So, anyways, Harry, let's just start it off with a little sermon review, right? Well, when do I get to introduce my friends? Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. They're going to help us. They're going to help us. Okay, okay. All right, you ready? You ready to introduce them? Yeah, let's introduce them. All right, let's introduce them. Can we bring them in? Okay, Straight out of Alaska. Straight from Alaska. (laughs) The the dogs are outside. Two Siberian Huskies in the harnesses. Here we go. To my left. And uh, You're right. You're right. Okay, whatever. Your left. Corey Crane. Everybody knows Corey's been around the church for 20 years. And I'm so happy he agreed to come and set in on this tonight. And he's just so photogenic, you know, and he's, he's got a beard now. And he's, just, he's just a sweet guy. Yeah. And uh, Aaron Carmen's his friend. Aaron, wave at him. Hey, Aaron. Oh, Aaron you got see, on just to watch he, Corey. He's already talking smack on there, too. You see that? What did he say? What was he no. saying? Enjoying watching my eating we're cupcakes. Pro, we're pros on TV. We should be on TV. Yeah, NBA we will TV. be on. T- we're on TV right now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. There it is. Charles NBA Barkley. TV. Yeah. Whatever, AC. Yeah. You just, we would have got you here, but you're too scared. Who, who's shocked that Aaron Carmen is sitting at the house eating cupcakes right now? Cupcakes. Yeah, Corona, cupcakes. Corona's got him bad, man. He's Kevin he's Hodges. Living, living Corey. Down that fridge. Hey. Yeah, you got people saying hi. Now, the other young man from Alaska is uh, Ephraim Van Fleet, which is uh, uh, Aaron's brother. And, uh, mm-hmm. and we're glad to have him, man. He's, you Usually guys, he's behind the camera. Usually. Yeah. Usually on Sunday morning, oh, he's right. behind he's the camera. He's sitting behind the yeah. camera. So he's in front of the camera. He likes it better behind the camera, but tonight he's in front of the camera. You got to stretch him, right? And he's going, nah, So don't get bit. too comfortable uh, now. <laughs> if anybody wants him to sing anything, just ask him. Not yet. There'll be a time in the I evening. If you want to lose uh, viewers, that's exactly how you do it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Trev. Cody Davis and Tim Miller have joined us now. Oh, man, Cody Davis is here, too. Man, we're going to have to bring you in every week, dude. Look, we've got some people. (laughs) It's spiked. Tim's already already rolling. Rob C. is in the house. Tim's saying turn the heat up. Everybody's in toboggans and jackets. It's it's cold in here. It's it's actually warm. You think it's warm? I am sweat city over here, I'm frigid. I'm a big guy, too, so I, I get hot quick, and I'm... All right, Harry. So, our hey, first Tim, you're segment, supposed to be crazy tonight. Listen, right. we need there'll a be chance. a chance in a little while for you guys to be crazy. This is your chance to I promise to share and, and join in. So, Harry, we're talking about sermon. Okay, here's right? a recap of the sermon. I'm gonna make it quick because most of you've already heard it, and you don't need to hear it. And if you haven't, well, check you probably it out. do need to hear it. One, it's on one, YouTube. One. Romans 12. Uh, uh, offer reasonable service to the Lord. The issue is, I've come to find out, reasonable always means what fits in my way of thinking. I gave you a little illustration, guys, when I preached that sermon. We have an African church that meets here in the church. And, uh, and every Saturday morning, they have a five-hour prayer meeting. Wow. Five-hour solid. All adults, all the, all the men, all the women, some of the kids in this Sunday school room for five hours. They're beating the drum some of the time, and they're five hours. Everybody in the English congregation thinks that's unreasonable. Who would dream of going to pray for five hours? So if we aren't careful, we, we determine our level of commitment by our own reason. So I preached that message. And then I got around to some other things. You ought to put others first, and you do all that real quick. And then I got to this. Uh, last Sunday, I went to see my mother in Richmond, and I saw on the sign of an old tobacco warehouse this picture that said, Let love be genuine. <laughs> that came straight from Romans chapter 12, verse 9. I'd been studying that, so I got in there and got to looking at it. Man, you got to love when, like, 
things fall into place like that. Oh, dude. We should pop that picture up. Aaron, can you pop that picture he'll, up? Yeah, he'll get it up there in a second. But it's, it, I don't oh, know, man. From a, piece, from, a, from a preaching perspective, like when you, when you get those illustrations that hit you like that, and Look it just, Go ahead. I mean, it just, it just fits, man. It just amazed me. This is, a, this is a cruddy old uh, dilapidated, abandoned tobacco warehouse where they used to sell tobacco at the end of the season. And uh, I've been studying in, in Romans chapter 12, and this is verse 9. Let love be genuine. So I said, okay, that's what I'm going to preach on this past Sunday. So first thing I did was went, went home and looked the words up, and the word genuine means don't let it be hypocritical. Don't be a hypocrite. And I, I busted that word all week long trying to figure out what it really, what does that mean? Don't let your love be hypocritical. <clears throat> and... You guys, anything you want to say yet? Okay, good. <laughs> good lesson. You're on a roll. <laughs> okay, so this is, I, I tried to go around all these other corners, and it came down to, I found this great article, said basically in, in, in the United States of America and probably the world, hypocrisy is defined like this, saying one thing, doing something else. They said you can get by with it the other way. If you do something and then say something later, People will say, well, maybe he changed his mind. Maybe he had a change of heart. Maybe he went a different direction. So they'll give you some space. If you mess up and then say something later, it's okay. But if you say something and do something different, you say something and do it. They say, That's, you're being a hypocrite. We ain't got no time for that. You know, you said you weren't going to and you did. And, and I gave some illustrations of that. So saying one thing, doing something different. So I preached a sermon. You were there, Ephraim. I, don't, I think you missed it, Corey, but maybe you didn't. I don't know. But so I got to thinking about it, worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, walked through it, and I came up to this conclusion. People in the church have a way of not being hypocrites. Saying something, doing something different. They don't do that. Here's the way they get around it. They just don't say anything. Hmm. Give, give us an example. What do you mean they just don't say anything? Uh, hey, you coming to church on Sunday? I don't know, man. I might. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good answer right there. Yeah. That's so typical. What is that? That's absolutely nothing. Yeah. The or Bible. better yet, send a text. Hey, you coming to church on Sunday? God, we all know what that really means. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. And now that somebody told me today, uh, oh, Aaron, you told me. We're trying to get, yeah. Crank. Yeah. Crank totally. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, come on, bro. Corey. Corey. Corey told me, we're trying to get our boy uh, Ryan Williams yeah. in here. Yeah. He ghosted me. And yeah. So Corey texted him and said, how about being all hanging out with Harry with me tonight? You know, the, the, the best thing about that whole thing is the fact that we can say he got ghosted, but we know at the end of the day that Ryan read that text. Yeah, he told me. It showed on my, my text receipt, read at 11.55. That's why you got to turn that off so people can't see that. You know what I'm talking about, Harry? Like when you when you send somebody a text, you can tell if they've read oh, yeah, it or not. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. I, I do know that much about phones. That's about all. My bad, yeah. I, but, I, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't guarantee that he actually read the whole text right. message. Right. But the, the, my messages got open for at least a half a second just for that to register. Well, it don't take long. And by the way, Jesse Ford is accusing you of stealing Monday night Gatorades right now. Oh, my word, Jesse. <laughs> you need to take this back right now. Oh, you said, hey, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people that need to be hydrated. Right what people got to realize is that's, that's the church's Gatorade, man. So that's right, baby. Once yeah. it's at the church, anybody can take it. I, I have this 
philosophy of the church refrigerator. Anything that's in there is open to anybody that wants it. Absolutely. That's good. Including the homeless man that broke in one night. I came in the next morning. He's sleeping on the kitchen floor. He just cleaned the refrigerator. Actually, my wife is the one that found him. She screamed. He was. He was straight up. He did everything he could eat. He was laying out on the kitchen floor, just crashed, man. Took some pillows he found. I said, hey, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Sitting in here where it's warm. Give me something to eat. Probably all we had in the fridge that night was like pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and butter. You know, pickles, pickles and butter. butter. You know, and, yeah, man. Oh, well, well, anyway, milk. let's get back to the, yeah. You guys got way off the topic. Yeah, you want to quit doing that, man. Come on. <laughs> so the point is, the way people avoid being held accountable for their actions is they just don't say anything. They don't answer you. And I said Sunday morning, young parents are the worst. Oh, I've got to take care of my kid. Anything. They, any way they can, they will just not answer the question. And, and you guys know, you, you run into the same people. You text people and they, you know they read it. Mm-hmm. They don't text you back. Mm-hmm. Or you try to call them, they don't answer the phone. Or you stand up and say on a Sunday morning, okay, how many of you will commit to reading uh, Psalms 1 through 7 next week. Oh, I just dropped my pencil. <laughs> Man, I got to use the bathroom all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I use this illustration, and then we'll get to the point in a minute. I use this illustration about water. I said, I'm a water hypocrite. You guys know I had two cardiac arrests, and so you have to stay, try to keep his heart working. Part of that is staying hydrated. So I know. Need to drink water. Need to drink water. Need to drink water. Need to drink water. But I don't drink water. And I'm not going to stand up and tell you, this week, I'm going to drink five bottles of water every single day. Because if I do that, then I'm going to feel responsible, and I'm going to feel like a liar if I don't do it. And so the best thing I can do is not say anything. Just not say anything. Yeah. How, How does your generation, Harry... Because you, you talked about that on Sunday. Yeah. You felt like that was more of a, and that's why we have Corey and Yeah, I'm, I here. love having these guys here, yeah. And is your generation different than that? Like, do, do you ever, like even now, maybe when you were growing up, like did you have a struggle with not saying anything? Or would you at least say, no, I'm good, I'm not doing that? Well, I'm sure I wasn't as strong as some people were, but I would have answered yes or no. And the other thing is, People, they wouldn't, they wouldn't take, I mean, they wouldn't let you get by with that. I mean, you couldn't just, you couldn't just do that. I mean, they'd say, well, you in or you out? You're going to do it or you're not going to do it? Come on, man, tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Psalm 1 to 7, you going to read them this week or not? I know, wait, wait. Hey, I'm talking to you, dude. You know, so it was, a, it was a, it was like, I feel like there was a lot of difference in that a response was expected and a response was given. It may have been no. Okay. So let me ask you, would you, would you prefer to say, if you're trying to hold somebody accountable to do something, would you prefer uh, a ghosting or a lame answer? Like, would you prefer them to just not say anything, or would you prefer them to give a bad excuse? That's a great question. Uh, Corey, as far as I'm concerned, one of those is as bad as the other. Right. Yeah, what, what I would prefer right. is they would say, dude, I appreciate you inviting me, but the truth is I'm not going to come. Yeah. I might come sometime. 
but I'm not coming this week because I'm going to play cards all night or whatever. I didn't mean to use that for illustration. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I promised myself I wasn't going to do nothing stupid like that. <laughs> you don't know. Corey used to play cards all night. He may still. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, you know, there was, there was a time when you played cards all night. Oh, yeah, man. When I was a young man, we played poker every Saturday night until Sunday morning. I'd come in with a, not dollars, <laughs> I'd come in with a wad full of change in my pocket like that. Mother's like, where you been? I said, man, you guys, Just you, guys high high boys, you, know? <laughs> you guys are high rollers, man. And you wad were rolling, full of change, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. I got in a game over my head one time. First time, but we were always quarter any people. And I got in with this guy that owned a beer distributor. They invited I was a young man. Yeah. Invited me to this poker game. It was a $5 ante. Man, I Yeah, it's a big. I'm like, dude, this is way over my head, you know. And plus, and what year are we talking here? Just to give some probably, context. Probably uh, 1977. Yeah, man, five dollar. That's yeah. a huge ante. Yeah, five dollar ante, and then they're playing seven card, seven card stud, and I'm like, mm. I've never played seven card. Oh, you never even played. I, I know what it is, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. not to bet on it, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, I'm used to playing five card draw or blackjack or. One card Indian guts or yeah, something like that, no. you know. I'm not playing those. So anyway, you go home, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't smart, and I've told this story before. I had saved up three hundred dollars to buy my first pair of contact lenses. I lost all three hundred mm. bucks that night. Oh no! And that broke me. I mean, it didn't only break me financially; it broke me the habit. I just said, I ain't doing this anymore. That's good. And I quit after that, you know. But anyway. So, so, so we've got some comments. Um, Frida says, I think our generation, your generation, Harry, um, overcommit and end up not doing anything. Okay. So I, that's, not, that's a perspective I've really not, you know, uh, paid a whole lot of attention to. Sometimes we can overcommit and then we get stuck in this like, well, I can't do anything now because I can't let this person down and go over here and do this, you know. Does that make sense? Oh, so yeah. Overcommit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've, I've looked at it for me as like sometimes – and you guys maybe help us with this. Um, I feel like we put all of our options out there, including myself. Yeah. Like we have this plate, and we put this option, this option, this option. And it's not the day of or even like an hour before it's time to do something that we decide what we're going to pick. What, what do you guys think you about guys, that? That's the way you guys Millennials, operate? Millennials, right? So how, do you, how do you operate, Crank? Is that something? Uh, yeah, that's – it's like you – like you're – so, I don't know. I, I'm I'm a I'm a like a yes person. So okay. like I don't I don't like to say no to if if I'm available in any way, shape, or form, and somebody asks me to do something. Like, Is that hey, why you're here tonight? Yeah. No. no <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. Like, okay, I mean, I'm with you. I'm I, with you. There was no excuse for me. I I, I want to say yes, and then uh, and then I get myself caught into a spot where yeah. I actually don't want to do something. Yeah. Do I'm, you do you go ahead and say yes? Exactly. And, and then, then do and you then follow cotton, up or I'm do you not follow up? And it's I've done both. Yeah, so have I, man. I've done so both have I. Where yeah, I've, so have I. I've been like, came up with a lame excuse. Uh, you know, I can't do it now because I got this going on or this going yeah. on or, you know, or just, or I've been like, I, you know, I've, I've went the other way too where I've been like, you know, I really just don't feel like, I'd rather just stay home to be honest or yeah. something. And so it's, do you ever Do you ever go ahead and do it and hate every minute of it? Uh, there's been times for that too, and yeah. most yeah. of those times are when you're like helping somebody move. I know that's exactly what comes to my mind. <laughs> you're, so like, how you, you're like, why did I agree to do yeah. this? I'm no one else shows up on my couch. Ephraim, how do you manage that? I mean, how do you manage that responding to 
requests, people, whatever. I mean, how do you manage uh, I try that? to be creative in the ways I say no. It's like, man, I'm just, <laughs> I feel like I'm not called to this today by the Lord. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> That's creative, all right. <laughs> That's the poorest accounting of creative spiritual response I've ever heard. Right. <laughs> Look here, Nathan Curry, Crank, Ephraim, what up, cats? You know? Oh, what a guy. What a guy. Right, so Steph, yeah. Steph Glenn says, I think sometimes we have a hard time with accepting accountability and providing accountability. I feel our generation tries to avoid offending others Absolutely. and also yeah, does not sure. want to be offended. Yeah, I think the whole offending, and we talked about this a little bit the other day, just the politically correct world we live in, and we don't want to step on toes, we don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. And so we, we put ourselves in this weird place of like, oh, man, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I don't want to offend him, so I'm not going to say anything. It's probably yeah. a big portion of why we ghost people so much, because we don't want don't to be to, offensive. But, yeah. you know, let me ask you guys yeah. a question. And, I've definitely and I, I love myself. this, guys. I love this conversation. You know there's, this is, we're just learning from one another. Man, it's terrible to be ghosted. Yeah, oh, know, yeah, for sure. It feels like, what do I do, man? You know, it makes you just say, come on. I would much rather... Be just told straight up. Hey, I would too. I don't want to do that. I would too, Corey. And, and but like I agree with Steph on the fact of uh, it's almost like say you get invited somewhere, somebody invites you over to a cookout or yeah, anything, yeah, something, whatever, yeah. something very simple that you're like, if I say no for any any reason, then they're gonna get their feelings hurt that I didn't show up, and they're gonna get frustrated at you, and it's 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 bad for people younger. I feel like that wow. they just don't understand. Like they don't, they do understand when it's in their situation, but when it's somebody else, they want to find a reason of why, oh, that person's mad at me or that person doesn't like me or just everything. It's like the mind races too much and, and the younger crowd, in my opinion, overthink situations that they shouldn't. Wow. Wow. Sure. It's amazing to me that uh, Ramona says hurt feelings. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, yeah, here's, here's part of my, here's what I want to know from you guys, you know, because as a pastor, and, and it's not only pastors, I don't know how to get your generation in particular to commit to anything. They won't commit to nothing. Give us, give us some experience you had with that, Harry. Uh, well, yeah, Cody Davis says I often say no, and then there's a, you have to fill out the questionnaire from the person who says, well, why can't you come, man? What you got going? What are you doing? Are, are you in autumn going out so or what's the deal? Then you feel bad, you? right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then you feel responsible to say, it ain't none of your business. I just don't want to come, dude. Let's be straight up. Yeah. But you but guys don't talk that goes back to where you way. don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to hurt the, But I can't believe that's a motivation. Yeah, I got you. I really can't believe it's a motivation mm -hmm. that says, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But no, you try to you stand up and recruit some guys and say on a Sunday morning, hey, uh, hey we're going to... The youth group's going to do something this Friday night, and we need about we need about three or four young adults to come and go along and help us. Any of you guys are free and available that could be here Friday night and help us from from eight till nine thirty. And and nobody would say, nobody. Yeah, man, I'm. I would love to be in a crowd. Part of Romans says, "Be the first one to be the first one every, every time." He literally means be first in everything. So, anybody got a testimony? Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, we're taking a special offering for the, uh, the motivation for our generation. Yeah, wow. We're taking a special offering for this young lady whose car is busted up. Uh, how many of you could give me $5? I, you know, it's amazing. I, I don't know. And from what I understand, 
It's not just church. Church is just one element of this generation, yeah. of your generation, that says, I just, I have a hard time putting myself saying yes to something. I just have a hard time saying yes. Yeah, because I have goes, a hard time saying no too, by the way. Yeah. So I end up not saying anything, you yeah, know. Because what we're talking about, this is not just church related. Man. Oh no, it's, man, this it's is across the board no, with, with family, it's with life, yeah, with social situations. Like it's across the board. Yeah. And you know, you shared your heart with me today, just about you just want to learn. I yeah, I just want to learn. Right. You're not doing this to like oh, make put nobody feel down. guilty. Oh no, no. To, to have you know just to have that conversation. That, man, how can we learn from this? How can we be better about you know, being more committed and being more vocal and honest with our responses with people. Because we're not just talking about texting, right? We're, we're talking about more oh, than that. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about every part of our lives, you know. My grandma used to say, plain English is easy to understand. And she meant, she would tell you straight up, hey, looks like you've gained some weight since the last yeah. time you was over. I'm like, I got you, grandma. I know what you <laughs> <laughs> Only we call her nanny. It. I got you, <laughs> nanny. I know what you're saying, yeah. you know. But, uh, you know, as a pastor, you want to engage a, congreg- a congregation of young people in a way that they can understand, uh, be positive about, feel like it'd be a good decision to do that, or at least willing to give it a shot. And sometimes we could, could say, I, I mean, I'll be there. But I'm telling you, maybe you guys know this, you probably know this. Boy, to get in a group of young people particular and get a response is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just don't understand why. It's, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of, like, judgment, essentially, like. From us to you? No, 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 okay. not necessarily. Okay. It's more, it's more, in my opinion, peer-to-peer okay. of, of living like, just say, like, a group of people my age. Yeah, sure. Got, got, you know, we have 15 guys together, and to to try to do something and to get a response out of, well, you, you want – most people have a mindset of wanting to live in a certain certain way or, like, like coolness or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems goofy to even say that. But, no, it doesn't. But, but, it's, no, it doesn't. but it's real. You got, We got people that – it's like you're almost always looking over your shoulder, like, who's looking at me? How are they viewing me? How you know? And oh yeah, it's, it's all appearance based. Yeah, I mean, and, and is it appearance? appearance I, okay. I mean, that's how I see it. Okay. They they they, it's like standards have been thrown out there of, of what's cool at the time and people. They nobody wants to be the outcast essentially. So it's like, instead of taking all fifteen guys and everybody being uniform in the same ideas and stepping up together. Or, or even just agree. Maybe, maybe they're not uniform in every... I'm sorry to interrupt No, you no, before. it's okay. No, no you know, it's, it's, you don't have to be uniform in every idea, but say, hey, tonight, let's just all go get pizza. Yeah. And they're like, man, I, I really rather have Long John's... Well, I guess you don't have Long... I'd rather have Moby Dick, or I, I, I just want to get a salad from so-and-so. Well, okay, 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 okay. And you can't do anything because you can't get everybody on the same page. And, yeah. and, and honestly, you live in a day and age where it's like, and this is, you know, this is, and I'll just say it because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. But ultimately, like, we live in a world, and I'm sure Crank understands what I mean by this, but you can't, you, you in the back of your mind, you, ha- you struggle with even saying, like, yeah, we're going to go out to go do something. Because then you have the crowd that says, well, you can't be doing that right now because of corona. Yeah. And, and so there's more pressure to, to make sure that, like, you know, are you people pleasing? Are you going to continue to do that? 
that's the biggest. I mean, that, that's a big one right now, right, Crank? Like, oh, yeah. Is yeah. people pleasing a huge issue it's, in your it's, gym? It's everything. Everybody, it's the everybody is worried about what the next person's going to think really? about. You know, what, what's what's somebody going to think about you if you're this way, or what's somebody going to think about you if you're this way? You know, and it, and it, you could be going down a positive path or a negative path. And if you're going down a negative path, somebody on the positive path is going to look at you a certain way. If you're going down a positive path, somebody on a negative path is going to look at you some way. And it's like you. You want to be on the right path to where you're pleasing both sides, and that's just that's not the right mindset. You know the one person that didn't get pleased in that context? You. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. I told my mother one time she was trying to please somebody, and I said, "Why don't you just give her your driver's license? (laughs) Let her make all the decisions for your life. Just turn your life over to her. Let her make all those decisions." (laughs) I'm sure sure she loved hearing that. (laughs) No, she. My mother and I, we have this kind of. But it's just kind of like, that's really, honest, I'm going to let this person make all these, or these persons make all these decisions yeah. for me. Where I go, where I don't go, what I participate in and what I don't, be it good, be it bad, be it... Yeah. I, I, this is really insightful to me because, I, you know, it's easy as an older person, and I'm getting older. Tim Miller says one of the things about getting older is you don't have to struggle with peer pressure so that's much good, anymore. Yeah. But as you get older... Some of that stuff doesn't matter so much, you know. One of my brothers is a lot worse than me. He just doesn't give a rip what anybody does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can tell you which one. God bless <laughs> you, Randy. Wouldn't it? <laughs> he just don't give a rip what anybody thinks, you know. Now, he's kind, and he's, he's one of the most generous guys Absolutely. I know, and he's easy. Yeah. But when it comes to what you think about it, yeah. he, he don't really care all that much. And there's a lot of freedom in that. Yeah. And I would not. But, Harry, that's, that's a hard world we live in right now, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we just talked about before this. Dave Ramsey came out and was talking about the stimulus check, right? And people want to cancel him. There's a whole movement of, of all these soft kind of personalities that want to cancel somebody. One, because, oh, that's, 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 a, that's a horrible opinion to have. That, that's a man's opinion, you know? Like, I don't know what to do with that outside of, like, just get over it. You know, don't don't we, get so offended to where you want to cancel somebody because the guy says a comment about, you know, ultimately if six hundred dollars is going to save you, you know, then you're in a really bad spot. Yeah. You know, and to some extent, like not trying to be too harsh with that, but I, I can see the truth in his statement. Well, what's harsh about the fact? Okay, you're in an apartment. Are you gonna get six hundred dollars this month? Are you gonna six hundred dollars again? Nine months from now, how much help's that going to be? No we live, yeah, I mean, good. we can keep naming examples. Yeah, there's all kinds where of people examples. are getting canceled right now over just their opinion. You know, but it's so interesting to me. It's so interesting to me that we still have the opportunity to be who we are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't. We don't have to. We don't have to change colors with every person that comes in the room like a chameleon. Oh, that one's red. I got to be red with him. That one's yellow. I got to be yellow yeah. with him. You know, it's it's just like really. Yeah. So if you don't like me as blue, then I guess you just don't like me. That's yeah. how it should be. But what I hear you say, and I hope you guys are wrong. I really hope you're wrong. I did not come in. I came in to learn tonight. If this whole generation is that terribly concerned about what everybody else thinks about them, man, that's a terrible place to be. It's horrible. I kept on. Uh, Aaron and I were skiing earlier, and we we're. We're pretty newish for the most part, but um, we're just trying our best. We're breaking like most of the way down. That's all right. Okay. And um, I kept on telling him and myself, I was like, you know, they're not here for us, and we're not here for them. And I see the same thing when I go to the gym. I may yeah. be doing it completely wrong, or I look foolish, but I'm not here for them, and they're not here for me. And that 
me, that helps me get Effort, over. Does that help you through that? that? Oh, that helps me tremendously. Then let me ask just you a like, question. I just don't care what they and, think and, anymore at that point. Oh, I love that. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I say to myself some things I'm trying to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm not there 100%, but I'm trying to get there. I, I hear you saying, I'm not there for them. They're not here for me. We're here to ski and have a good time, man. Exactly. If you fall down, fall down. If you yeah. roll like a snowball, roll like a snowball, you know? I may look like, uh, like foolish, you know, lifting them weights, but... <laughs> Being that's, everyone else on the couch and yeah, that's how I like any anything that I mean that's just how I kind of go about it too. Like going to a concert and stuff, you know, if you're up jumping around dancing and stuff, that stuff's contagious. Yeah, yeah. And, man. and a it's lot good. of people are worried about well, what's this person? It's like well, one that person might never see you again the rest of your life. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, and then yeah, man. and if you can bring other people along to join with you and stuff, it's ever it just makes it easier because. That's a lot of people, and that's that's to the extreme of going to a concert and jumping around and acting like a crazy nah, person. Or, uh, mm-hmm. I know from like myself, like growing up in our church camp, or even sitting here in church, and you know we're going up to the altar and taking a kneel. You're like, man, I'm I'm really being called to go up there right now. I'm not going to be the first one to no. go. Yeah, I'm not going to be sure. the first one to go. But as soon as you see that first one go, you're like, I can go now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. And it's, but why? Why, why are, you, know. worried, why are I, you worried about? I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to Todd Hagen. Mm-hmm. Todd Hagen, something's happened for Todd Hagen. Yeah. And it's just amazing in the last two or three weeks. The Lord's just, so Sunday morning at the end of the service, boom, he just comes off. Boom. Like, oh, that's new for Todd. You know, he don't talk, to, he's been pretty quiet. And it's like, all of a sudden, he's just being this uniquely spiritual man that just is doing what he feels like he wants to do or should do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it's so refreshing. And uh, I, if you guys are right, it'll help me the way I look at your generation differently because I always feel like, so why is it nobody will just say, I'm in for that, I'll go, I'm, I'm, I'm committed, I'll be there, I'll, you know, I'll do it, I'll follow through, uh, uh, you know. It's a lazy generation too. I think it's not. I don't. I, I don't think people are willing to. Uh, they don't want to do as much anymore. I feel like mm. it's a. It's a very strong technology-based world now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. if if it, and it's not everybody. I know. And, and, you know. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. But it's a lot of. Well, what if something better comes along? How can I commit to something Friday to go and maybe do some type of work? Let me, let me, I read something today that was very interesting, trying to get ready for this conversation, saying we all grew up in the Disney era. 50 years of Disney, every movie has had this one basic theme that runs through it, and, okay. that, is, and that is there's somebody for everybody. And so our generation, your generation in particular maybe, looks saying, I want to be ready when that, when that perfect somebody comes for me. And so I'm sitting here with you thinking the better somebody may come in the room and I don't want to miss it. It feels like one of the things that happens in younger people is I can't commit to this because something better may come along. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that, Harry. Yeah, I think you nailed that one. Yeah. You know, I I love to play ball on Sunday afternoon, but I got a couple of guys that have been talking about they may want to get together and play cards, and I'd really rather play cards than play ball. So I'm going to wait and I'm not going to make the decisions at the last minute because if they call to play cards, I'm going to go play cards. But if they don't, I'm going to play ball. And so you end up just going. Possibly missing both. Mm-hmm. Missing both, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of 
crazy. And so, so, so bring bring the perspective of like who Christ was throughout Scripture, right? Like how he operated in terms oh, of, of what we're talking about. Well, he did just exactly what the Father wanted him to do right. all the time. He said, I don't do anything on my own. I just do simply what the Father tells me to do. Hmm. Now, here's, here's what I want to push it tonight for a little bit. Oh, yeah, we got 24 minutes left, so we can push <laughs> and play a little bit. But now, first of all, I want to tell you, we're, we're, gonna, we're starting a new men's ministry in a couple of weeks, and this is a little pitch for it. We're calling it The Challenge. Because I have this odd conviction that says uh, we can't trust one another enough to get in on what you say. In other words, if you say, this is my challenge for you this week. You can say that. This is my challenge for you this week. That every morning you get up, and before you begin your day, you read the 23rd Psalm. Okay, because you said that, I'm going to do that. And so we're going to build a men's ministry around this idea. We're going to meet together. And some guy in the group is going to say, this is what I challenge us all to do this week. It may be a one-day thing. It may be an everyday thing. It may be service project. It may be, I don't know, it may be money. It may be praying. It may be fasting one meal. I don't know what it is. But see if the guys can room in the room can say, because you said that, and we're in this together, I'm going to do it. Hmm. Because here's what I'm convinced. I may be wrong. If you can't do it this way, you can't do it that way. People that say, well, I trust God, but I don't trust people. Okay. Man, there's a major breakdown there. Mm -hmm. The people that I see that can't submit this way, they can't, they can't, and that's what, I have to be careful, I get emotional. That's what breaks my heart for young people. I feel like this generation is so untrusting of one another. Yeah. They just don't trust, they don't trust what you think about me. They don't trust the way you look at me. They don't trust the way you process what I'm doing. That this kind of relationship, this kind of same non-trust that's happening right here is happening right here. I don't, I don't trust God with my life. Oh, my goodness. What if something comes along that's better than that? You know, whatever, you know? And so, man, one of the things, uh, what did Stephanie say? <laughs> if we're not too careful, we get too possessive of our time. Mm. Your, your time is really valuable, you know? And so, so this men's group is going to be based on the fact, let's just play the three of us. We're just going to play. Now, we're not going to do it this week. But pretend we're having a men's meeting on this Sunday night, and we're in... Which one of you guys wants to volunteer? To give the challenge? Yeah. Yeah. Give the challenge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you see how that happened? Corey volunteered Ephraim. Okay, Ephraim, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> now, we're not doing it. Oh, this okay. is just, we're just playful. Right. We're right. just playing. So this is the men's group. Okay, guys, we want to we be better person spiritually, and we want to grow this week. And so we're just coming together tonight, and we think we can learn from one another. So Ephraim, what do you think would help us this week the most to do as a group of guys, it just helped us in our spiritual journey and walk. So give us a challenge for this week. My challenge this week would be. <laughs> it's hard to think on the spot. Yeah, no, right. Okay, no. take your time. I'm trying, trying to be creative with it, too, a okay, little bit. Okay, we've got too. plenty of time. You just All right, well, how do you say 24, 21 minutes yeah, now? Take your <laughs> yeah, what's your challenge for this week? We've got 17 guys in here, and we all say, okay, what's your challenge for us this week, man? I want the men. To write a four-sentence poem. A four-sentence poem. Okay. 
To who? To, it can be to God, it can be to your, your significant other, to yourself, your pet. It can okay. be about the napkin. I don't care. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll write a four-sentence poem this week. And the guy next to me says, I'll write a four-sentence poem. And the guy next to him says, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Now, now, now. We come back next week. How many guys will have written a four-sentence poem? You hope all of them. But okay, it's the next week now. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's your turn, Corey. What's the challenge for us this week? We're just playing. A spiritual challenge? It can be whatever you Any want it challenge? to be, man. Um, to wake up every morning and make yourself a breakfast to kickstart your day. Okay, you. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you, we begin to say, I'm not, somebody else can guide me a little bit. Right. Somebody else can give some input in my life. Otherwise... Man, we walk on our same little narrow path. We don't, we don't fix breakfast. We don't, we don't write poetry. We don't do any of that. All we do is what we do and nothing more. Yeah. But it might be that somebody would have a great idea that I just ain't been willing to give a shot at. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think the hope of this group is like men can be challenged, obviously, by other men. We can grow together. But it's, it's this experience for me, and, and the thought is, the premise is that as, as you get into it, be more open to the Holy Spirit. That's right, right man. Yeah. Be more open to what the Holy Spirit's doing. And, and when you're open, and it kind of goes back to what you're saying, when you're open on a plain level down here of saying, yeah, I'll do poetry, um, sure, I'll do that, then maybe you can be more open to, to the Lord moving your life even when you're writing that poetry, yeah. right? Yeah. Or X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever those challenges are. And I, and I think it's just, it'll be just an interesting time to be together, you know. We, and it's going to be fun and <laughs> fellowship's going to be there. But I think that challenge premise that, that you kind of brought to the forefront because of the sermon you preached a couple it came weeks from, ago. It came yeah. from Romans 12.1, which said, uh, the Lord says, what you need to do is bring your reasonable service. Well, all of a sudden I recognize I'm the one that always determines what's reasonable for me. What if Corey said, man, it may be reasonable for you this week to give $10 instead of 5 hmm. Okay, I always did it the way I thought I ought to do it, but maybe you're right. Maybe this week ought to. So because you think it's a good idea this week, I'm going to give 10 You know, yeah. we were going to bring a challenge to the basketball league last night just to kind of start this process. Uh, Trevor and I won. We're going to say, hey, guys, remember we got all these lights put in here? You know, and it's it's a lot brighter, and it's really well lit up in here. The guy that put those in for us was a really nice guy, and he gave us a $1,000 gift back as the church after we paid to have this stuff. It's really a big deal. <laughs> what was his yeah, name? Jim. Jim. Jim Rosenthal. So here's what I want to challenge you. Every guy that plays in this league, what I want to challenge you to do. Next week, bring a little gift that we can give this guy. Maybe a dollar, maybe $5, maybe. But everybody in the circle, bring a gift, and we're going to put them all in a car, and we're going to send them a little thank you note and say, man, Jim, we just haven't forgot that. Thank you. How many, how many guys, Corey, do you think would have brought a dollar or five dollars or something? Would they accept that challenge? Would they just forget? I think, I think we were, we'd probably look at about maybe three on each team. So six teams at three, that's 18 players. So not a lot of hope is what Craig's yeah. saying. <laughs> Out of 35 players in the league, we're looking at 18, so a little less than 50%. At wow. 50%. If you could get, I'm telling you, dude, 
If you could get fifty, if you could get fifty percent response in any church for anything, it would be unbelievable. You, I, I, well, I'll be it, negative if I say the percentage is not nearly, no, nearly yeah. that high. And that's what that's what we were talking about the other day. We our fear, which it's just reality. We don't know how men, even for our church, are going to respond to this concept, right? Yeah. Like, we, we ultimately feel like, yeah, men don't do very well with, like, basically being told, being what, told to what to do, right? Or so, being invited into a different pattern. Just try something different, so man. with this group, are, are, you, is, are we gonna, is there going to be accountability held? Yeah. Or is it yeah. just going to be like, you have the group, hey, go and write a four-sentence poem. And no, next week we come back and say, hey, you four guys, go over to you four and you four, sit down and, and somebody said, hey, did you write the poem? So, but, so, you don't have to read it. But, I just want to know, did you write right, it? Right, but from, so let's say the group meets on a Saturday. Yeah. From Saturday to Saturday, what happens in between there? Is there any accountability? Oh, well, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, Corey, you begin to build relationships right. that help with that. Now, at this point, we as a group of guys in this church are pretty unfamiliar to accepting somebody else's challenge. Yeah. We're... And I don't know how women do with that, right? We're talking about I think about women do better yeah. than we do, and so. it's terrible because we've got, yeah, Ramona says, do 25% of the people tithe? That's at probably our, close. At our church? That's probably Is close. Is that close? I think it would be less than that. I would think so, too. So three-fourths of the church have not accepted the biblical mandate. It's not even a challenge. They, they, they're just not going to do it. Jesse Ford says too much pride's on yeah. the line. You know, so, you know, you just, so one of my, one of the guys, we're talking about our time's getting away. It always gets away too fast. One of the guys said to me recently in the church, and I love the conversation, he says, you know, when you make a recommendation to me, my filters are always on. And I don't just take them. I just, my filters are on. And, And ultimately, like, I heard him say that. And we had this good, honest conversation. We did have a strong, honest conversation. It was strong, yeah. but it was, it was really good. honest. And, and I think we have grown even oh, in that relationship. It's been a good, it's been a real we growing honest. thing. But I basically said, you say filter, I say stubborn. And ultimately, yeah, I'm just not going to do it. And so it was a good conversation of trying to dig at that, poke at that. And, and I hope, you know, that, that we, as men of this church, and really anyone, c- can be more open to kind of what we're talking about, right? Okay. I'd like to take this one more level. This okay. is where was, the fun starts. This is the fun. This is the fun <laughs> This is the only fun we're going to have all night. This is the fun. Oh. So we went through, well, no, we've been having fun. You want to yeah. say something? Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, oh go good, good, good. We're going to have a little bit of fun. Uh, and that is, uh, we, we had a little season on Wednesday nights here, maybe a year or two ago, where we let somebody be the kind of the Jesus in the crowd, the master in the crowd. He could interrupt the service at any time he wanted to and tell the whole group on Wednesday night to do anything he wanted them to do. One night, uh, somebody interrupted and said, we just heard a prayer request back here for this and that, and I think we as a congregation right now need to take an offering for that. Okay, we'll do what you said. We took a little offering. Gave it One night, there was a prayer request a guy had, Brandon Humphrey, when Brandon was coming. Mm-hmm. Greg Laughlin was the challenge man that night. He said, excuse me. Robert Childers, I need you to get up and go over by Brandon and put your arm around him and pray for him. Robert Childers got up, went over and put an arm around him and prayed. And things happened in that four or five weeks 
that would never, ever have typically happened. Right. I mean, there wasn't no big Absolutely, crazy, yeah. but little things where people just, I, I'd like to try a little experiment. So I'm going to give you two guys a challenge. Will you accept it? All right. Whatever I tell you to do. <laughs> I told you, you got me to sing. It's going to be a let's, no. Let's go. Oh, that's not the point. That's not the point. I'll accept it. Will you do yeah, whatever man. I tell you to do? Yeah, man. Okay, will you let's stand go. up and put your hand on top of your head? That's it. You can sit back down. The point is, the point is. My head's on top of my head still. Come on, man. That's oh, weak sauce. I want the I know it's weak because I'm opening the door to some people that are weak. Oh, uh, so I'm going to open the door be, be now nice, to the chat nice people. people. Be nice people. Now, listen. Here's what we're going to tell these people. That is weak we're going to tell these people out here because we want to learn to be. We, see, you've got to learn to submit to one another yeah. out of reverence for Christ. And, and, and the promise. Did you ever go to Promise Keepers? You ever heard me here? You guys. That was kind of your generation. Kind I, don't of. I don't know. It was a men's movement 25 years ago, started by the coach of Arkansas football team. Is that right? Yeah. He said, men sharpen, iron sharpens iron. It's like you rub those things together, man, you get better. And so uh, part, of the, part of the deal is if we can learn to trust one another and do what one another says and just step over the line and say, I'm going to get off my sidewalk because Corey says it's a better idea to walk in the front yard, so that's what I'm going to do. Can we, can we take the fun a little bit further? We can take it anywhere you want. So let's say, let's say we do a little chat takeover right now, okay? Chat takeover, boys. So you chat takeover. You? you know oh, what yeah. chat takeover means? Chat takeover. Oh. So, so the folks that have joined us tonight, you guys are in charge of the next challenge for these three men up here. Four men. Four, four men. Four <laughs> men. Four men. Four men. I'm trying to get out of that. Out of four. I was hoping they were going to go with it. So, <laughs> so chat, if you guys throw us out some challenges... It could be fun. It can be to one of us or it can be all four of us. It can be future challenges, you know, whatever that looks like. It can be right now in the moment. Now, we can't get too crazy because obviously it's not going to be any fun if you can't see it on camera. But this is your chance, chat. We're, we're in a little delay, so they're going to they're probably typing now what they're going to ask us to do. So we've got some really inventive people, creative people yeah. here with us right now. Now, can you imagine, so, guys, can you imagine in a spiritual sense? Now, we're, yeah. gonna, we're playing with it right now. But can you imagine a sense you come to the church and say, hey, you know, whatever the Sunday school teacher says today, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to try it. Whatever the preacher says, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Whatever the guys in my small group says, they have to drink some of Harry's coffee. Ugh. Oh, boy. Right. Take your shot of that, bro. Is this, this is straight black? It's straight, but it's so weak, it won't bother you. That's some of the worst stuff I've ever had in my life. Well, was it really? COVID-friendly. <laughs> well, hey, look at It looked, dude, it's like a communion. I'm not a, I'm not a, hey, I'm not a coffee listen, guy. We're COVID-friendly here. So, he six months, you put on 25 pounds, and I don't want to see you keep going that way. So please, you know, those are good chairs. Right. They're yeah. insulting maybe. They're hurtful maybe. <laughs> at first, yeah. But, it hurts the they, pride. Right? Oh, but they, along the, the way, you say, you know what? I hear you, man. I hear you. That's what we need to hear sometimes. Right. Uh, yeah. It's not something that fits with words. Yeah, yeah. Got any more challenges? Somebody, we've got some more, but we're we're gonna you know we're gonna pick selective here because we're running out of time. Um, Steph says, "Are these funny challenges or anything? Anything you can dream of?" All right, so this one's pretty good. This one says, "Steph's mind's racing." She's <laughs> trying to think <laughs> some good. We stuff. don't trust her too much. Yeah. <laughs> Rob okay. Rob Combs Senior says, "Each of you stand up one at a time and pray for another person in your group." Oh, that's good. All right, Ooh, so we can do that. That's challenging. We can, yeah, do, we can that. do that one at a time. You go ahead, Trent. We can do that. All right, let's. Oh. So they said stand right. We got to stand next to You don't have to stand next to us. I you think just I stand up. Stand up. What are yeah. we doing here? You I'm do whatever. Oh, well, you're already up. You're doing the I'll pray for Harry. Harry prays for Crane. 
And then, Craig, you pray for Ephraim, okay? Okay, Here we and go. then Ephraim's got to pray for you. That sounds no, hold good. Hold on, now. <laughs> quick, you got to do it. Quick prayers, because this is good stuff, all right? Father God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for Pastor, our leader of this church, Lord, the flock. Um, we just thank you for his life. Continue to, to be with him and encourage him in every way, Lord, through, through his study, um, through his love for your people. We just we praise you for such a godly man that, that can lead us and um, continue to encourage us and challenge us, Lord. Help us, Lord, um, to continue to um, find time to even encourage him. And we just thank you for his life and all that he does. We ask this in your name. Amen. You don't have to pray that long. <laughs> he said, Lord, quick, 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 quick. Lord, I thank you for Corey Crank. We have a long history of Corey in this church. And I thank you for his relationship with Autumn and Lachlan. And I pray you bless uh, the excitement of that relationship for them and all that's going on there, Lord. And uh, I pray you guide him forward in every way. Thank you for his ability to influence others and just bless him as he goes forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Would you pray for Ephraim? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day that we can come together. I thank you that you allow me to be able to meet a new person, Ephraim. And uh, I pray that you just be with him and guide him in anything that he's doing in life and uh, allow him to be able to be with you in everything he does. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ooh, Lord, uh, creator of this universe, thank you for bringing us together. Pray for Trevor and thank you that he is willing to to take time out of his day to help make this possible. So I pray that um, through his leadership that you bring blessings through him. Amen. Amen. Now, what's the chances? See how interesting. What's the chances if somebody hadn't recommended that we would have done that right there? I wouldn't have recommended that because I wouldn't want to make you two guys uncomfortable. That's just the truth. I wouldn't want to make it's you guys uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable I, I, but that's why I'm it's so But it stretches us, you know? man. It stretches, it stretches us. It's a good stretch for all of it's us. And it's like, man, so we got off our own little sidewalk for two minutes, and Rob Combs Sr. said that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I like this one because I think we can, we okay. can do it. Um, someone call someone and tell them that you appreciate them. I don't have my phone. So I, I'll, I'll do that real quick, see if he'll answer. Let's call... Who you want him to call? Hey, I guess he can call. No, don't make it easy. To... Nothing, <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, easy. One of his homeboys. He's going to call Jeannie. And yeah. be like, Hi, sweetheart. I want yeah. you to know I appreciate you. Stephanie Glenn, she's looking, she did that. I'm going to FaceTime somebody. That's I don't good. know. That's By good. the way, I invited Stephanie to come and be a part of this, but she lives on the other side of the country. Yeah. I'm, I'm FaceTiming Pierre. Oh, oh, man, that's awesome. I don't know if her answer. There he is. What's up, P? What's up, brother? Welcome to the party. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Pierre, you're on live stream, baby. I'm on live stream. You're famous. You're famous. Famous. Man. Famous, famous. <laughs> hey, just real quick, man. Just want to say I love you and appreciate you, bro. Oh, frozen, frozen. Frozen. Here we go. Love you, appreciate frozen. you. God bless you. Did you hear that? Huh? You got that? I love you and I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, he's just I'll say it again, man, because I can say it over and over again. I love you and appreciate you, bro. Man, I love you. All right, man. You, All right, man. Take care, man. You're looking good. All right, man. Keep hitting them push-ups, guy. Keep hitting them push-ups. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, good seeing you. That kills me. I know. That's good. And I just hope, like, like in general, this this piece that we're we're, we're doing is simply kind of the heart of that men's challenge, right? That yeah. men's group we're trying yeah. to do. And, and I really just all of us. Yeah. Famous three-piece uh, three piece here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it just makes you feel like, man, if I could just be open yeah. to other people's 
kind of submit to other people a little bit and let them guide our life, it would be helpful. Mm. It'd be helpful. Right. Otherwise, I just do it the way I always do it. Anymore? If somebody give somebody one, don't make it all four. Just choose somebody out of the crowd and oh, slam them, man. <laughs> one of these Eskimos over here. Slam one of these Eskimos. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Timmy Miller, slam an Eskimo, please. <laughs> somebody, um, Jess says, Jess Ennis says, pray for each other all week long. Mm. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's more than that's just right now in the challenge. moment. You just yeah. Got, yeah, that's good. That's right now. Yeah, got to commit to that. Remember that. Yeah. I would say, like, if you're in the chat, find somebody that's in the chat with you and, and pray for them all week long. Yeah. You know? What if we, what if we yeah. began to let one another kind of push us out of our zone and yeah. just do better, you know? Because isn't that, isn't that important, though, like in our life? Oh, my goodness, Because, man. like, for my life, man, I can just get so monotonous. Oh, Me yeah. too. I'm a narrow just, dude, man. Yeah. My sidewalk's that wide. And, like, my pride can get real big and be like, I'm not going to do that, man. They're crazy. You know, he talked about, he talked about poetry. I'm like, poetry? Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm thinking even in the moment, like, that's good. Like, I need, I need to stretch a little bit. You, you know, know I've, I've had one that, that I'll challenge the men with yeah. at some point. That is, the gym needs to be painted. See, it doesn't all have to be super yeah, spiritual stuff. Right. I'm saying, hey, this is my challenge. Tuesday night, we all show up in here at so, 6.30, and we bring your rollers and your paintbrushes, and we're going to paint the gym. Just the walls? Just the walls. Yeah, what, do you, what, what else do you want to paint? I was just... The I just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just the guardrails. Just the walls. What do you want to paint? Just the walls. Everything, okay. needs, you know, but... Yeah. Uh, so, it doesn't all... Life is not all just this kind of strange spiritual stuff, I mean, it is life too, you know? Mm. Hey, yeah. you know, just be about it. Anything else, Trey, we need to do? No, just... I'm glad he didn't present all of them to us boys. We'd have been Yeah, trouble. yeah, I, I skipped a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I skipped a couple. <laughs> oh. oh, good. Appreciate yeah. that, Trey. Oh, yeah, yeah. We skipped... Uh, Leah Miller. Uh, definitely skipped Ramona's. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all can check that one out later. Good old oh, man. Leah Miller says she appreciates all of us for doing this. Yeah. Really. Oh, that's good. You know, these conversations are, are just. Stand we up we and look dance. at it. Hey, Ramona says. Yeah, she said stand up oh, and dance. Man. Oh, man. I don't know how to dance. Uh, how do people dance? I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. What you, what's the hair? Is, <laughs> I think I get the hair curve. <laughs> okay, let's say that. I tried to avoid that. That's all you get, Ramona. Aaron got it on that one. You didn't have to read that hair. You could have ignored that one. I even ignored people. That's what. I seen it earlier. And I, I, was, I, I, no, I, I was like, hey, are we going Trevor, to do it? Trevor, no? we call it ghosting. We're done ghosting. We're done ghosting. There you are. I promise you. I'd like some poetry, Trevor. Trevor oh, you got poetry. <laughs> you got one minute. I got to do poetry. You yeah, do man. it. Come on. Wow. So does poetry have to rhyme? Like, no, no, man. no. Poetry no, does not rhyme. Get the, get the old classic. Poetry does it rhyme? No, no it doesn't. You just, not not just give us some poetry. You don't, you don't have to be two four lines, sentences. Just two lines? Two lines is no, okay. No, okay. I'll say at least four sentences. Okay. Four lines. Why do you put me on the spot for this, man? Like, Jeannie Ford puts you on the spot. There's a whole book of the Bible about poetry. Hey, actually, I used one of those. Hey, when I when I was courting your daughter, right? Yeah. Like the early stages, I was I remember vividly uh, JCP or JCC sitting in class instead of doing my work and listening to the teacher, I'd be writing mad poetry, right? Mad poetry. Mad poetry. That's right. She knows what I'm talking about. I wrote some good poetry back in the day. Welcome to throw a few. I'm, trying, right I'm we, trying to keep talking, so I don't. Do we have, have any do proof this. of this mad poetry? <laughs> I'd like, like to pull it out and hear some. Enough talking more poetry. How about giving us? A, just give us a line or two. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. God bless us all. May you rest tonight with the pillow under your head. 
Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. 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 That was about some, some of the worst <laughs> poetry I ever heard, but it's poetry. <laughs> put me on the spot for that guy. He, he, didn't, okay. he didn't go to college. Like, I, can, <laughs> I, can, like, I can clean a toilet or something next time. Like, I ain't trying to do no poetry next time. <laughs> See what he's got? See, he's got a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. His sidewalk says toilet clean. That was a stretch, man. I'm over here sweating. I don't think you guys realize. Because like, I knew it was going to be real bad what was about to come out of my mouth. So. I did it though. I did it. So you did, I'm proud of it. Go on somewhere. It's good. All right, Harry. Why don't you give? Why don't you give um, some shout outs to a couple people right now watching? Some just just some shout outs to some people that come to your mind. Okay, uh, Steph Glenn. Man, I, I love you watching. I try to get Steph here, but she lives way up in Oldham County. I guess is it Oldham County now? And the weather's kind of bad. And but she's got this degree in in marriage and family therapy, and I thought she could help us. And she told me on Sunday. <laughs> Kevin Brown says Trevor's poetry is right up there with Shakespeare. <laughs> <It's so laughs> I'm glad I can give you guys some but, but, but Steph, she encouraged me so much because she said, Pastor, you're right. My generation just won't say anything. Mm. They won't say yes. They won't say no. They won't tell you if they're coming. They won't say I'm committed. They, won't, they just won't do anything. But for a lot of different reasons, though. Yeah, I understand now. It's A lot of it is just the plain old trying to keep in relationship with their peers, man. Not be and You don't want to offend? You don't want to offend. You, you don't, don't want to be, be offensive. You just you, you, I mean literally, you want to yeah, keep your options yeah, open. Yeah. And those are all really bad excuses when yeah. it comes down to it, right? Cuz I'm a guy when 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 Crank asks that there question. You there you go. Thank Kevin you, Kevin. Yeah, Roses yeah. are red, violets are blue. Well, so Hang y'all with me cuz I thought I had you. to rhyme. I thought I had to rhyme and I'm like, I don't want to do this. You don't rhyme. Don't want to do this. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Jess Ennis. Yeah, yeah. Jess and Jason. I don't know if you guys all know who Jess and Jason are, but Jess has just been a huge encouragement to me. It seems like she texts me every day and just says, have a good day or something. It's meant a lot to me. And, and I don't know. I don't want to leave anybody. I don't know who's on and who's not on. You know? <laughs> You're such a people pleaser, man. Come on. <laughs> just whoever comes to your heart. Kevin Brown. There you go. Man, I love Kevin and Lisa being on. We just have a good time with them. And uh, Hey, for me too, we're... Brown is if Lee is making brownies. I'm sorry, I, I read these words. No, you're good, bro. You're you good. Had, have you ever had a Lee? Oh me? my goodness, it's the best thing in the whole world. Oh yeah. We beg for them every week, and they never do show I, up. Yeah. I was blessed that Lee has stepped into my life at a young age. That's right. And uh, brownies. Was I, she making got, brownies back then? Oh my word. Yeah. You know the secret? Just the go-to. She I, takes a whole bag know, of those. Don't be ruining the secret, man. Okay, don't. Don't be ruining it, man. I'm just. I just know that it's the best thing. It's some of the best stuff. You know what's bad? It's bad when my mom makes brownies now. And I'm you just trying like, to compare them. Nope, you can't ain't eat that. that. I'm not eating that. Jesse, that ain't, that ain't don't no tell, brownie. Don't tell Karen Ford that. Uh, you know, I have that. this great relationship with mom where sometimes I'm dishonest, like kind of like with your mom. I'm yeah. like, mom, quit it. <laughs> hey, Stick with the cookies. Beverly and James McKinney, uh, you are all so much fun. That's what it's about. It's fun. You man, know, and it, really, guys, you, you guys probably know, we just offered this Tuesday night. A lot of people are not coming out because of COVID. This week, the weather's terrible. And it's just a... It's just a fun conversation and usually ends up being something that you can say in a fun way that we hope is encouraging and helpful, you know. And so I think yeah. it was absolutely that tonight. Thank you two guys, especially you, Ephraim, because we, <laughs> we put you on. <laughs> Corey, you and I used to destroy some brownies. Definitely. We absolutely. put Ephraim really on the spot, and I appreciate you coming. Uh, 
Yeah, Jess says I'm an encouragement to her. Appreciate you coming too, Corey. It's just been a. <laughs> my mom. Oh, careful. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no more brownies. It's over. Oh, she man. said, I'm done with him, is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, make the cookies, not the brownies. <laughs> Come on. Strawberry oh, cake man. or something. Strawberry <laughs> cake. Hey, Harry, as we wrap up, man, give us, give us just a little bit of kind of more narrow focus of like, when we talk about this this commitment, the ghosting, not trying trying to navigate all that, like spiritually, like give us something to help us with that. Like, Man, what, so what's I, I, what's the conclusion of all that? Here's a, here's a part of that conclusion for yeah. me. First of all, whatever God says for you to do is going to be best for you. That's good. I just believe that. If you don't believe that, then I guess I can't blame you for not listening. If you think He's got your worst in mind, and but whatever God says for to do is going to be best for you. You find that primarily in his word, but sometimes the spirit will just speak to you, man. Yeah, He'll just say, good. this is the right thing to do, you know. Yeah. And uh, I am convinced we do that so poorly this way because we do it so poorly that way. If I trust him, I can learn to trust people more. And so I just want to learn. I just want to learn to take in other people and their advice and their suggestions and their opinions and Try some of their stuff, you know, and, and I think it's a great way to grow and learn and kind of grow together. You, can you imagine being with six guys that says, this week we're going to do whatever you say to grow spiritually. We're all going to do it. And next week you get to tell us. And then the week after that, it's my turn. I just, I don't know, Trev. I just love the idea. I think it has something to do with not just living according to your own reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. your own way, your own little narrow sidewalk. Because we got some narrow opinions when it comes to how Everything. we should be living Every for Christ, right? Everyone I'm not just doing. saying like just opinions. I'm saying on our walks, like sometimes we can get some really narrow perspectives mm -hmm. On, on how we should be operating. Not only spiritually, but in everything, man. Yeah, in true. everything, yeah. you know. And uh, sometimes uh, we can learn and grow from one another. I'm, I'm excited about trying that, you know. And I want to find a way to help young people be able to commit. Because right now they can't. They won't. I, I read somebody today says, in the title of the article was, and I can't remember the whole title, but it was says they won't and they can't. Mm. There's a big difference between won't and can't. You know, that won't says, can't says, sorry, I would if I could, but I can't. So I, I, I would just love to be able to. Here's, here's my last challenge. Okay, this is the last ahead. thing I'll say. Okay. My wife always gets on me because she says, so you say that, Trevor, and you keep talking. <laughs> okay. Like when I preach. <laughs> okay. She's right. This is my last challenge. Here's. So I would say to, to these two guys right here, will you guys commit to be there on the 28th? Is that right? Not this Sunday, but next Sunday at our men's group at 5 o'clock. Right? That's your challenge. Be there, show up. That's for my brother, too. Since you're going to call me out, I'll call you out about the cookies. Or the... No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have to give yes or no. Oh, okay. So 28. is that part of it? 28. Sunday night, 5 o'clock. Sunday night, 5 o'clock. You'll be there. I'll be there. What, how long does it normally last? Just an hour. Just yeah, an I hour. can do that then. Okay, good. What day? The 28th? 28. So not this Sunday night, Sunday. but next Sunday night at 5 o'clock? Yeah. Be there. And see, that's a, that amazes me a little bit, again, because I, I wouldn't have been bold enough to put you guys on the spot for that. That's the beauty of, like, being on live stream, man. Put them on the spot. You put me on the spot by poetry, you're going to get put on the spot yeah, by showing what you mean. Poetry's stupid, you know. Plus, I agree. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ephraim. No, it's really not stupid. 
I guess I just said Shakespeare is stupid, didn't oh, I, Kevin? My bad. There's a Listen, whole book to each about poetry in the Bible, but, you know. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, let's, uh, guys, let's start. Let's start trying to be open to one another. Yeah. And listen to one another. Yeah. And, and maybe that'll help us do a better job with God as well. Really appreciate you guys coming. I want to pray a little prayer and we'll be out of here, okay? Lord, thank you for Tuesday night and hanging with Harry. Thank you for a, uh, a friendly conversation with a spiritual flavor. And it's certainly been that tonight. Thank you, especially for Corey and Ephraim that just sat in tonight and made it a great evening. And for everyone that listened, I pray for everybody that listened in tonight, Lord, that, that our sidewalk would get a little wider and we begin to listen to people. Take away some of the fear that gets the best of us and help us to take the challenge and sometimes be willing to challenge somebody we love at the same time. Uh, bless everybody. Keep us safe and warm tonight. Thank you for uh, many ways you bless us and help us all. And for this evening, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. Amen.